Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Welcome everybody. And uh, in this short time together, we're going to be talking about the gifts of the Spirit. It's a huge subject, but we're going to drive it down into just a few takeaway points that will help you realise that God, the Holy Spirit, is alive today and loves to give gifts to people. In the book of Acts, in the New Testament of the Bible, it says, Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. As we read the New Testament, we read of the life of Jesus following, of course, his birth, the incarnation, God in flesh. We read of his crucifixion, standing between God and people so that we might be forgiven. We read of his resurrection on the third day, alive forevermore. And we read also of his ascension, 40 days after being raised from the dead and having shown himself alive, he went back to the right hand of the father, the place of authority. And here, one of his leaders, Peter, is speaking to the people and said, a sign of this is that the Holy Spirit has been poured out into the earth. It didn't mean that the Holy Spirit began then. It just meant that it was a new way of the Holy Spirit at work in the earth. And that has continued until this very day. Now, in this church, we are orthodox in our belief in the Holy Spirit. In what we call the Apostles' Creed, it says that we believe in the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we sing a song in church, a modern song, Our Father Everlasting, that captures the words of the Apostles' Creed. And in that, again, we confess in song and worship that we believe in the Holy Spirit. Now, today we don't have time to unpack all around the person of the Spirit. Sadly, at times, people have spoken in a wrong way, an inappropriate way about him, reducing him to a, a force or an energy or a thing. But he is the third person of God. And when we become believers, the Bible says we become temples of his Spirit. He comes to dwell in us. To give us the power and life to live out for Jesus Christ in the earth. It's a gift. It's been poured out into the earth. Who likes gifts? Well, I suppose we all do. We like to be surprised by a gift. We perhaps on our birthdays have some expectation of a gift. And I don't know about you, but... Our Christmas time wouldn't be the same without family gathering together and exchanging gifts. And there's lots of whoops and hollowing and excitement and laughter and joy. Gifts. And the Bible is full of gifts. 
the gift of God in Jesus Christ. In John chapter 3 and verse 16, God soul of the world that he gave Jesus. He gave him as a gift to you and to me. And then what we call the gift of salvation, which that word means to be rescued. And in John, it says that if we believe in God, he gives us the right, the authority from the gift of salvation to believe in him. And what about the gift of grace? Grace is not just a little prayer you pray before a meal. It speaks of God's giving to our life. And it speaks of grace that he gives us something that's completely undeserved. We can't merit it. We can't earn it. We can't be good enough for it. We can't score enough points. We can't have enough nicks on a chart. We're completely hopeless. And yet grace, the gift of grace, freely is given to us. It's not of works that we might boast, but saved by the grace of God. And then in the good news book of Luke, it speaks about the gift of the Holy Spirit. And in that verse, the writer is saying, in explaining the words of Jesus, Jesus said, look at earthly fathers. And when he describes them as evil, he's really describing them as imperfect. Look at earthly dads, imperfect. But they know how to give good gifts to their children. And of course, you could see that all around any day of the week. How much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those that ask him. And then when we go a little bit later on into the New Testament, we find a church called Corinth. It was a big church. It was a growing church. But they had some challenges and issues as well. They were quite immature in some of their behavior. And also, how did they deal with the gifts that God was giving to them? And so in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1, God is using a, a father of the faith in the New Testament called Paul to try and help the people understand what God was giving to them in the power of the Holy Spirit. And he said this, now about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, I do not want you to be uninformed. In some translations, it uses the word ignorant. It could be quite a harsh word. It's not meaning it in perhaps some of the ways that we would use it. But simply that word uninformed perhaps sits better. I want you to understand that many gifts have been given to the church I want you to receive them, and I also want you to use them well. Now, that word for gift in the original language is the word charisma. It speaks of grace gift. It's a gift freely given. And in church sometimes, people tend to uh, perhaps take a wider view of gifts. So right now, I'm 
recording this message. We've got skilled people that you can't see that are making sure the sound levels are appropriate, that everything's on track. They're bringing a gift. We have people that are so blessed in hospitality and welcome and administration. And so we could roll on. And there's a sense where they are gifts of the Spirit. But in the context of Corinthians 12, the particular gifts that are being spoken about, and there are nine in all, are gifts that we would call are beyond simply natural inherent ability. If I can use the word appropriately and rightly, they are supernatural, beyond ourselves. In the last moments of this uh, message, let me just briefly speak about why we shouldn't be uninformed about these gifts. We shouldn't be uninformed about their existence. They're not just for a yesteryear, they're for today. We shouldn't be uninformed about their source. Don't worry, they're not of the powers of darkness, but the Holy Spirit who is filled with light. And then their nature. Their nature is that they are outside of natural ability, but expressed through ordinary people. That's the amazing expression of the gift. One preacher says that God's gifts are God present in us and through human thought, deeds, words and love. And so God takes hold of ordinary, yes, still imperfect people and pours his gifts through them to bless others. We don't want to be uninformed about their availability. Eagerly desire the gifts. Just recently, uh, my wife and I went to see our daughter who has recently moved to Cardiff and it was our little grandson's fifth birthday on the Thursday. We arrived on the Sunday night after doing church and as little boys do we barely got in the room when he said to he whispered because he knew his daddy was watching him he whispered to his granny granny have you got a present for me he couldn't wait till Thursday and of course we opened the present then and his birthday sort of lasted four or five days he was eager for the gifts And the church needs to eagerly desire the gifts. Sometimes we put them on the shelf. Sometimes we just ignore them. Sometimes we say it doesn't matter. But when we're passionate for the gifts, guess what? The Holy Spirit pours them into our lives. They're so necessary because it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the word. This morning, I've sought to prepare this message and I'm going to declare it to you. But there's something that only God can do. As he comes on the words of the speaker to touch and shift and change our hearts forever. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. And then... Also their use, they're not toys to be thrown around like kids going mad in the kindergarten. But they're tools to be used for the advancement of God's purposes
and the blessing of people's lives. And we're not to be uninformed about the gifts that help us to speak and to know and to act in the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, sometimes we've cordoned off the gifts to some great charismatic preacher that's coming through town and seems to have all the gifts as one package and he comes and he goes and everybody carries on the same but I think it actually works out a little bit different to that the gifts in the church but the gifts from the church that sometimes you may be just speaking with somebody and if I can say you have a word that encourages them, that lifts them up. It's what we call prophecy. You stood next to somebody and they're going through a difficult time physically in their life. You feel a gentle nudge to say, can we pray together? And we believe for the gifts of healing to flow. And so we could go on. You see, it's not just the great speaker that's wowing the congregation but it's the ordinary everyday events of God using the body of Christ to bless others perhaps when nobody else can see God doesn't want us to be uninformed about the gifts he wants us to eagerly desire them God doesn't want us to push back on the Holy Spirit, but to embrace him into our lives. He will only ever do us good. So how do we respond to the gift? Do we reject it? Do we neglect it through apathy or indifference? Or do we today freshly accept it? If earthly fathers, being imperfect, know how to give good gifts to their children, how much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those that ask him? Let's pray. Father, thank you for being able to share this message on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It may be that people listening for all sorts of reasons, they think it's by chance. But actually you've drawn us into this moment and if there's anybody that's never received the gift of grace and therefore know that they are saved by you, that their past has been forgiven, that their sin has been washed away, then we ask that right now they will reach out to you. I'm going to pray a prayer in a moment. And maybe believers today that for whatever reason have forgotten about the gifts, become indifferent to them. We ask that you'll ask help every one of us to lean in afresh and to receive the presence, the gifts that the Father longs to give to us in the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Father, thank you. And we pray for anybody right now that is just 
leaning into you for the first time. We pray that the burden, the load of the past, of failure, of falling short will roll away. That they will realise they can't earn it, they can't be credited for it, but in grace they can receive the gift of the new life of God in you. And I pray, Lord, that your church, your people, will never be lacking in the gifts. You've given them to us. They are here for us today. May we receive them gladly and use them for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay.